no such thing as a bad movie podcast. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Whoa, God. April, you're Santa. It's great. It's not. It's not Halloween anymore. <laughs> oh, is that the the evil? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Scary pumpkin man. That yeah, does it's ho, like ho. Uh, Jack Frost, isn't it? <laughs> no, Jack Skellington. <laughs> what? Jack Skellington. Yeah, he's oh. coming in. Uh, this is Halloween. <laughs> this is Halloween. Halloween. All right. So what are we doing here? I'm, I'm April Edmansky, and I'm here today with Justin DeGlue and Colin Cunningham. And we're starting our Christmas season today. Christmas season? I mean, by yeah. the time the next episode comes out. <laughs> it's been Christmas for a while. I think now. I'm confusing Christmas and Halloween. Well, Halloween. You know is that this... in, in the UK, um, uh, ghost stories are very big during the Christmas uh, time. And really? like the BBC have like Christmas ghost story. Yeah. The, and it's um, Charles Dickens, uh, Christmas. Carol that kind of started that. Oh, and that spooky one where the man comes back to life after three days. <laughs> that one too. I mean, that kind of goes the man with who the... fell to earth, starring <laughs> David Bowie. That goes with our first movie we're talking about, which is uh, the remake of Black Christmas called Wait, is Black some, Xmas. Is there some Jesus Christ um, imagery in this? There probably is somewhere, mm. but it's funny because there actually are a lot of Christmas horror movies. Yep, there mm. are. I have two books on them. One of them that I have writing in it. I'm still staying. Sp- Spooky. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so Black Christmas was originally a movie that came out in the 70s? Was it 74 or something, yeah, something like that? Like that. I'm terrible with dates, but Have yeah, directed by Bob Clark. Yep. Oh, who did uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, and Porky's. That's right. <laughs> out of town. Fellow Canadian. No. The um, biggest box office earner ever, yeah. Porky's. Uh, right. uh, I like to point Canadian. out he was not Canadian. Oh, I thought he He moved was. to Canada to make movies around Black Christmas time, and I believe he uh, may have oh, gotten... Yeah, around around okay. Christmas time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know when he moved. was a Santa Claus like figure. No, because he he made movies before he made um, Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things and Death Dream, and those are not Canadian films. He's not Canadian. Everybody just Canada has like taken him in. Yeah, because, it's, like, it's like George Romero. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, to learn more about Bob Clark, check out the Important Cinema Club episode. Did we do an episode on Bob Clark? Yeah. I don't even remember anymore. It's the only reason that I. <laughs> How many podcasts do you do? You get a nine. Settle down. Yeah. Not until I'm a millionaire. Do you by that do, I mean a hundredaire. Do, do you even know what podcast this this is? <laughs> I don't know. Like, they just roll me out of bed and put a microphone in my hand. <laughs> All right, what are we doing? It's like THX 1138. I'm like, oh, just in a white room. And I just <laughs> record all the time. And a, and a machine is jacking you off. <laughs> Whoa, is that? I have not seen THX. It's have you not seen this? Is it 37 or 38? 1138. Okay, yeah, because 37 in a row? No, they did a uh, they did a remaster. They Like, Lucas did a remaster of it. Wait, is someone being jacked off in He's, the scene? Uh, this is one of my friends that I work with on The Wild at Core. Worked at ILM at the time. Wait, did and he do that animation? He actually <laughs> animated the jack-off machine. What? I'm, I'm not, not re- joking. All I remember about the remastered version of THX is that, like, they made the little Wookiee, I mean, the little, uh, <laughs> what, not the Wookiees, the little monsters at the end. Yeah. They like CG'd over them to make them look like. I can't remember that. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, yeah it's one where like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bob Duval. Bob Duval. Yeah. As his well, friends Bob, like to call him. Bobby not Duval. Robert Duval, but yeah, he's, he's Bob Duval. Yeah, he's looking at like sex, sexy imagery and like this big CG mm. machine is like. I mean, that movie was supposed to be the start of Francis Ford Coppola's Zeotrope company. And it failed so badly that it just tanked every other project. Which brings us, of course, naturally to Black Christmas. Yeah, a movie that did really, really bad. Yeah, that everybody hates. 
Wait, the second one, the remake? Yeah, the remake did very... It came out on December 26th <laughs> when no one wants to see it. Wait, so it, wasn't, it was protested, wasn't it? No, you're thinking of Silent Night, Deadly Night, I think. Jesus Christ. No, but people are like... <laughs> know. like you know, when you get older, time starts to fold in on of itself. <laughs> Mickey Rooney, he hated like Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, and then he was in like the fifth one or something. <laughs> yeah, he was. As the toy maker. <laughs> he but probably pe- didn't people remember. People online were like, how dare they remake this movie? It doesn't need to be remaked. I mean, <sighs> kind of is what happens now whenever something is being remade. Mm-hmm. People, people are like, you know, how dare you? Black Christmas is sacred to people. Like, if you have one Christmas horror film, that's the one that you watch. Yeah, like every if, year. What's next? Are they going to remake, you know, Home Alone? <laughs> yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's it's not like they made a sequel to Black Christmas called Halloween or anything like that. <laughs> so, Black Christmas. What's the plot, April? Um, it's well, I'd, I'd say it's pretty simple, but the plot in this movie starts to get needlessly complicated <laughs> with a huge back, uh, back so complicated. amazingly complicated. Yeah, so I have I'm to pretty read. sure, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, the original movie, much like it starts like, with like this one where it's just girls in a sorority house, and there's like this story of the boy who became a man who lived in that house. Nope, none, of, none of that that's, stuff. That's not, that's not in <laughs> no, the original, no. okay. Uh, the original Black Christmas is a bunch of women are leaving their sorority house. Uh, over the Christmas season, and they've been getting like nasty phone calls mm-hmm. um, where someone's like, ah, and they like swear and stuff like that. And uh, they start getting killed kind of like one by one. They start disappearing because they're supposed to be leaving for the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Nobody notices. Oh, they think they just went home. Yeah. And they don't know who is on the phone or who is murdering these people. And the film never actually reveals who it is. Oh. While the remake goes all in, and are you guys want some convoluted backstory? Holy crap! I mean, it started out so simply, just like uh, what happens? It's like some guy escapes from an, a mental asylum, mm-hmm. you know. And doesn't the, and he the, stab somebody with a candy cane? Yes. Yeah, he does. He sharpens it by sucking it to a and sucking point. it to a point. Yes, and which he, is not how that works. You kind of get like some of his backstory peppered in, like the guard I think is telling one of the other guards, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you know this guy, blah blah blah." He's crazy. And they kind of flash back, and it got to the point. And I was making dinner in the kitchen kind of you know looking over from time to time and every time I looked over there was a new flashback well it kept it's like a different time period there's like four flashbacks and it's like 1969 1978 1981 like uh so like it's it's very it's complicated so yeah it's by the really time, long by the time I, like, it's not complicated by the time it doesn't really matter well, at the I, end have, of the day. I have to read no. you the storyline so I, I brought dinner out and I'm like I I have to be honest I have no idea what's going on in this movie so far and then the movie actually started like the mm-hmm. plot once it became a straight ahead like slasher, slasher it yeah. was it was fine they're trapped in the house and there's like someone going around murdering them totally I, you know and it was it was pretty competent and it was entertaining I'm like why did you need all that extra backstory and flashbacks well and, maybe a producer of this film who shall not be named oh but boy. may have run Miramax films at one point said you know what it needs to be a little bit more violent rhymes yeah. with Harvey Firestein. <laughs> they're related I won't say his last name Harvey but he, he ran Firestein. a company called the Weinstein company <laughs> yeah that's right and so this film was directed by Glenn Morgan, who at that point, he was mostly known as a TV writer. He had been a showrunner on a bunch of shows as well. Mm-hmm. X-Files, Millennium. Millennium and uh, Space Above and Beyond. Uh, Morgan the Lone and- Gunman, who yeah. can forget that. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Morgan and Wong. Uh, yes. 
James so Wong having been... I mean, I think they wrote the script for Final Destination together as well. Uh, oh, yeah, probably, they were yeah. Final Destination guys. Yes, that's right. Right. And so uh, Glenn Morgan at that point had directed Willard, the remake. Which I'm actually a big fan of. Are you? I've yeah. never seen it. It's I, uh, I like. I like. <laughs> I liked it so much because I was a big Crispin Glover fan and he definitely carries that whole Who movie. Who isn't? <laughs> I, know, I know. But like, it is kind of... <laughs> Robert Zemeckis? <laughs> yeah, that's right. The movie, it, 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 it kind of has his problems, but... Overall, another movie that I didn't see the original for, um, I think it's good. Like, it's mm-hmm. creepy. The rats, the rat effects are good, you know. Mm-hmm. It yeah, Arlie Ermey, great in the movie, back when he was riding yeah. high as a megastar. And I think his, like, uh, like awful mother was on, like, um, Road to Avonlea or something. <laughs> like, uh, one of those, I mean, like, Canadian I'm sure shows. they probably shot in Canada. Glenn Morgan, I don't know if he is Canadian. I don't think he I'm is. I'm not sure. But they got Canadian links because X-Files shot in Vancouver. Everything shot in Every Vancouver. Shot, yeah. Yeah, shot in Vancouver. I think they shot Black Xmas in Toronto. I want Was that a real house? Or is they that? did. Yeah, I think they did because I know the documentary on the disc is done by a Toronto guy, oh, which okay. would lead that link. Mm. I mean, this is a movie, I think it takes place over, does it take place over all one night? I, Black yeah. Xmas? I believe so, yeah. It's just like perpetually night. Yes. It's, well, it's, if it's you count the flashbacks, it takes place over, over 30 years. many years. years. <laughs> I mean, the flashbacks too. are very important because... Um, we learned that the killer is the yellow bastard. I, I have to read you <laughs> okay, go ahead. the storyline. I was so confused. From the Wikipedia? And I just went to Wikipedia. I'm like, okay, sum this up for me. In the 70s, the boy Billy is born with yellow skin due to a liver disease, and his dysfunctional mother rejects him. Later, he witnesses his mother and her lover killing his beloved father and burying him in the basement of their house. And he is locked in the attic <laughs> alone along, along his child. What? That doesn't make any sense. For his childhood. When you he's gotta a, go into that Wikipedia entry and yeah. edit it up. When he's a teenager, he's sexually abused by his mother, and she has a baby girl called Agnes. And then during Christmas, Billy escapes from you know the mental asylum. Oh, you skipped a very important part where Billy kills his mother, I believe, and bakes oh. her into cookies. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. God Almighty, and eats them. Yeah, and close up. And then he pulls out Agnes's eye yeah, and attacks her. There's a big close up of him eating the eye, like. Yeah, it's pretty gross. And it's like bursting. This movie yeah. is nothing but eye trauma. Yeah, so it's like a Lucho Fulci film. <laughs> <laughs> so then Agnes gets sent to uh, an orphanage. He gets sent to a mental asylum. And then I guess this is, I don't know, 20 years, 30 years later. Yeah. He and now all these women are in the sorority house and they need to die. Yeah, so the house that he grew up in is now a sorority house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Staffed with such luminaries <laughs> as Mary Elizabeth Winstead. From uh, Final Destination. Is Lace. there anybody else I'm missing? Some Degrassi people in there? I no, feel like but there Ma- probably well, are. Well, Michelle, Michelle Trachtenberg uh, is the person that I know from, oh, uh, Buffy, from Buffy. that's right. And Lacey, Lacey Sh- Chaber. 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 I don't know who that is. <laughs> she's, she's from, from Mean Girls. Party of, uh, she's Glenn from Morgan's M- wife shows up as Party well. Fun. I don't remember what her name is, but she shows up very later on in the movie. The oh. older woman? Yes, the older woman, yeah. yes. <laughs> she's like, I'm here to see my sister, who mm. is probably like 20 years younger than <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, that's right. Glenn um, Morgan's like, I need to find a role somehow. Yeah. I mean, this is a movie that famously Glenn Morgan didn't want to make. He was like pigeonholed into it. And then Miramax took it away from him and like added a bunch of crazy violence. Okay. So why do you think that the director was 
basically forced into doing this movie. Why this movie? Well, I think it's probably because he wanted to prove that after Willard, which he kind of approaches like a weird character piece and that it didn't do well financially, that he could prove like, I can do like something like genre that everybody's going to like and that's easy and that it scares. Even though in the documentary, he's like, I hate these kind of movies. He's like, (laughs) jump scare films. Well, it's so funny because like once it gets going, I think it's actually really competent and like, you know, it's got good kills, lots of good practical stuff. Yeah. Um, icicles then, falling yeah. from uh, <laughs> and impaling people <laughs> well, in the like eye. A, Andrea Martin's in this movie. <laughs> she's in the original. That's why she's also. She in is. But she's she got pl- the icicle in the head. She plays the sorority house mother. Yes. Do, do they have these things? Yeah, they do. Because there was one in the original one as well who's in charge of the sorority house but to make sure that, like, you know, they're women. They don't party too hard, I guess. In the year 2006, do they <laughs> have a sorority mother? Poor Andrea Martin. Come on. I couldn't tell you. So uh, my favorite part is definitely the gore, which, as we've mentioned, yeah. is insane and way too violent for this kind of movie. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> and it's so far away from the original. I mean... The director said, like, I wanted to make a PG-13 film. And to that I say, why? We already have the original Black Christmas. You mm-hmm. don't need to make another one. It's like when you do a cover song. You don't want to do, like, the something same thing. similar. Yeah. You want to do something kind of radically different with the same idea. And, yeah, so that's why I approve of this Black Christmas. Well, what's really weird Xmas. is, as we mentioned, there was a lot of trouble between, you know, the producers in the studio and the director. And then after the movie was already finished, they wanted to make it look even gorier than it was. So they filmed additional gore scenes without the director's knowledge and put them in the trailer, and they're not in the movie. They're oh, not, really? Yeah, I didn't in, know that. They're not, not in any cut. Not only gore stuff, but scenes that mm. weren't so like they they did shots with like somebody was underwater under ice, <laughs> and then I think it was like Mary a, a, Elizabeth, an actor that's not even in the movie. Yeah, and it was like Mary Elizabeth Winstead or somebody. Michelle Trachtenberg came back. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. you know, Merry Christmas, motherfucker, it has like a shotgun. <laughs> so all these scenes yeah. in the trailer. Oh, that's the worst. And when then, you see a trailer yeah. and then you go see the movie and none of that stuff is in it. And I think he yeah. found out over the phone. Like he had no idea the director that yeah. he had done this. So he was obviously pissed off. I mean, he probably wasn't pissed. There's footage of him like crying after a test screening of Willard oh, that no. went like really bad yeah, yeah he pretty i read an uh, article with him and he pretty much said you know this was his last chance you know mm-hmm. after willard was such a bomb that if dis- this didn't make any money he would probably never direct again but they released it on december 26th <laughs> who's gonna go see a christmas movie on that day that's crazy <laughs> do people go to, to cr- movies on christmas yes day? it's a big they do. it's a big it's, thing yeah, yeah i've gone with my family to go see movies on yeah christmas. it's bigger than you think boxing mm-hmm. day forget it yeah i've, I've never there's no deals on boxing day anymore, yeah though yeah. so nobody goes out for that get do some they? sweet deals at the movie theater yeah all i wanted were those sweet dvds and they don't do that anymore like who in their right mind would ever line up same for like black friday or when i was younger i used to do boxing day for what what did you want for boxing day clothing and stuff you like line up out it's like the last thing i want to do after christmas is like (laughs) line up for more stuff i'd never do it i remember i used to like going around to like walmart and best buy and they would have like stuff that like five dollars that was usually like thirty dollars because they're just trying to get rid of it hey that's how i got my star trek in a darkness 4k release for that sweet five (laughs) dollar price wait that's the one that has the common Commentary track on so it that wait, was an iTunes exclusive. You lined up 
No, no, no. I never lined up for anything. I just wandered in. Okay. In my whole life, I never lined up for Never anything. in my life. You just wandered in and walked over the dead bodies yeah. through, the, through the burning aisles. It sounds like you think it's a lot more extreme than it actually is, Yeah, Colin. all I'm thinking I mean, of is Colin, like those... you don't go out very often. You're kind of a hermit-like figure, <laughs> this right? This is not true. You're picturing me as like Obi-Wan or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Come but here. Ewan McGregor style. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, man, he knows how to party. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to like, yeah, I'm going to like Dex's diner or whatever. <laughs> Dexter Jetzer? You think they have a party the Dexter Jacksters? Yeah, man. What, what is, hey, what do you think he uses those forearms for? Of, of jacking people off? THX 1138 style? Hey, Obi-Wan! Hey! <laughs> You want old lefty again? No, and then he 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 looks at like a, a alien with like eight boobs, and he's like, <laughs> "Baby, you make me wish I had eight hands." <laughs> what do you think was the face of like the production crew when they got George Lucas's script, and it's like Dexter Jackster, and they're like, and they see the footage, and George is like, "Hmm, could you have him like raising his thing so you could see his butt crack?" So you get like a little bit of a comedy beat there. Yeah, he pulls up his bum, and he has like a dirty apron. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Ugh. He's so gross. I keep confusing him with Dexter Fletcher, who directed yeah. Rocket Man. <laughs> Wait, like when you see them, yes. are you like, is his, that Dexter Fletcher or well, Dexter Jetser? They both have four He just calls hands. him Dexter Jetser, which by the way... <laughs> How often does that come up? Often, because we just... It time. does. We You're just, like, well, who, you watch Rocket Man, <laughs> right? We just Rocket Man and then Bohemian and Rhapsody came out last year, so we were obviously talking about that a lot because we, we hated it. Um, but Rocket Man's good. Go see it if you like musicals. Uh, yes, it is good. So, what was yeah. your favorite part of Black Xmas? Um, well, I'm gonna say the cinematography. Actually, yep. yeah, um, very dynamic, colorful. The, well, uh, the one thing is, yeah, like I really, really liked the color palette and the color grade. It's kind of how I would color grade uh, a movie. It's super contrasty, and then there's all these Christmas decorations, right? So all of these like primary colors are just like popping, mm-hmm. and Punchy. it looks really, really kind of like soft, but also like really dynamic. But not blue and teal style, which is no. how everything is now. It's yeah. more yellow, reds, and greens. Yeah. Um, uh, but also the camera is usually either like up in the corner looking down <laughs> or down on the floor looking up. And it's always it's, like crazy <laughs> wide angle lenses. Yeah, too. it's weird. It kind of starts out, I think for the first like 15 minutes or so, we were watching this and uh, everything was really wide angle mm-hmm. from like lower above and yeah, very like distorted. Right away. Um, and then it kind of it kind of stopped doing that. But then once the movie got going, like I'm saying, the camera work is really dynamic and always moving which i really well, really like it's liked. not necessarily always moving but what because like i said sometimes it's just a really weird angle um mm-hmm. but it's like it's almost like every shot the director of cinematographer was like ah, let's make this look more interesting <laughs> let's spice it up a real yeah. michael bay but once the action starts the camera is always doing something mm-hmm. it's yeah. always like tracking along exactly. or moving right. in like when you know the movie what I mean? really picked up in that second half yeah it's very sort of interesting which is kind of like a step above and beyond like what you yeah, most of these like hack works, exactly. Like yeah. House of or the Sorority Row or Prom Night, all these other slasher remakes. Yeah, which is really good. So House, I mean, House that kind of, of showed some sort of effort on their part. House of Wax. Well, I love House of House Wax. House of Wax. Yeah, which is actually I a remake saw the first half. of Tourist Trap. 
Uh, is it really? It is oh. because it's all about like a, a guy that has like a bunch of dummies and stuff like that. It has very little to do with House of Wax. Oh. Well, you didn't see the back half because that's the best part no. where the person like escaping the House of Wax that's melting. That it's was like, fantastic. Yeah, every step about that the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. With Paris Hilton. Yeah. Gets the giant dick to the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, whole, uh, that whole last scene was fucking yeah. amazing. I, I mean, uh, House of Wax, I believe it was produced by Robert Zem- Zemeckis, right? Oh. I think it was. Bobby yeah. Z. It was a Joel Silver joint because I think it was a Dark Castle production. Oh. Oh, I thought it was one of those uh, uh, platinum dunes. Uh, I don't, maybe. Um, I, I don't believe so, no. But that was directed by uh, Jean-Claude Sora. I'm saying his name wrong. The guy who would go on to do Orphan and Unknown. And oh. um, he's doing Jungle Cruise with The Rock. And he's also going to be directing what? Black Lightning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, if only Glenn Morgan could have an in with The Rock. <laughs> no kidding. So what was your favorite part of Black Xmas, Colin? Wait, I was is it go- called Xmas or Christmas? It's called Christmas, but people call it Black Xmas because I believe the poster art has Xmas on it. I think it does, yeah. It's yeah, really it ugly. The cover on the DVD is terrible, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we tried watching this on DVD, and uh, it's, I don't know, for some reason, for a 2006 movie, this would not play in widescreen on the PS4. What do you mean it wouldn't play in widescreen? It so- was so archaic. It was like squished what? horizontally. What? Four, which three. I've never ever seen. You know, it might have been an issue with the PS4. Mm. We've I've never had that issue with any other. Maybe movie. the PS4 is not a big fan of Black Xmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just went to iTunes mm. and it was on sale for ninety nine cents for the rental. <laughs> just people, take it. We'll pay you ninety nine cents. People are like a Christmas movie. Uh, yeah, they should hey, be jacking not? the price up around Christmas. Yeah, you that's know? A good point. Jacking something. <laughs> if you're Dexter Jetster, <laughs> Bobby Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your favorite part, Colin? <laughs> Um, well, you guys have taken all the all I my know. favorite things. No, but, but I, Colin was like, I have, I have no notes for this film, and I came to him last. And no, like, ah. it's like, uh, well, along the lines of the practical stuff, like the uh, stunts, it was a really good uh, scene near the end where they're like crawling in between the walls. Oh, yeah. Housebound style. Which, yeah, it was really, really cool. It was almost like, you know, the uh, original Matrix where they like, smash through the, <laughs> yeah, they right. smash through the, uh, the, the lath and mm-hmm. like plaster and she's crawling <laughs> down. And uh, so they've got like Agnes like climbing up and then the other guy mm-hmm. uh, uh, climbing Billy. down. Billy. Billy climbing down. And then, uh, yeah, she like sets the whole thing on fire. And then I think it's Agnes. She falls down. And yeah. It's like really long shot. She shots. fell like it's in like, between the walls. That's a good stunt. It's really funny. People don't appreciate what they're missing from movies that today. That is a great stunt. And it's just like a great scene, uh, a good set piece. Mm-hmm. That, well, I believe you know, you, the actor who played Agnes uh, is a stuntman. Uh, probably, um, yeah. yeah and, uh, that's they usually ended, how they, they do ended that. up casting uh, a yellow skinned man. <laughs> well, uh, uh, he actually plays a female in the movie, but I think that they were just like, We need a stuntman with John. We need a stuntman. So, like, you know, I don't know. There's a backstory on why he was cast, but he's not an actor. Yeah, like, it's a really good gag and just like a really good set piece. Mm. It looked very, very dangerous. Let's People, say that. you know, they don't put enough good physical gags in horror movies anymore. They do. Don't. And that's what it's missing from them. Yeah. Back in the good old days, like when Black Xmas came out. Yeah, when people like, <laughs> you know, you watch something and like, God damn, that hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm excited can... for the new Black Christmas movie that's coming out this Friday. Yeah, explain that oh to me. Oh my God, so... it's out already? Yeah, it's this thought, Friday it's coming out. I thought that they were just making it. I didn't realize I only, it was It feels like done. I just heard about it. Like, <laughs> Oh, it's a, it's a Blumhouse production. It oh. looks like it's like another, I mean, the trailer gives out away a lot. But it also kind of sets up that it's uh, radically different again from the other movies. Okay. It looks like this time the sorority house, there's like murders going on. Mm-hmm. But then they find out that it's like um, 
a male wait sorority is male isn't it no sorority is no. female. female it's frat house frat house male. yeah so that there's like a frat that are like weird like the skulls style cult people uh. that oh. are like murdering people and then all the women in the house it turns to like a siege situation where they have to defend themselves oh that's kind of cool yeah it's like something different yeah but wasn't like wasn't there uh people up at arms about this or yeah because it's pg-13 just joe bob oh. briggs like who? What, like, who cares? Like Black Christmas stand, and, and, they, Whoa, and, they, and, they, and they're like, oh, you know, they're trying to shove down this PC message of women defending themselves. Against <laughs> oh my men. God! Yeah, yes, that's, what, <laughs> that's, that's what it was. That's what they do in this movie. I mean, wow, they just yeah, that's what they do in real it. life because they yeah. have to. And you know, Joe Bob is like, I, I preferred it when my movies in the eighties and seventies didn't have political messages in them. It's like, <laughs> Fuck off, Joe yeah. Bob. I, I got to take you aside. I have a, we have to talk a little bit about the movie. I, I don't get that guy. Dawn of the Dead had no message at all. Or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or yeah, Yeah, I I don't. Sorry, sorry. They didn't shove it down your throat like (laughs) they do now. Yeah. Uh, one thing I actually did like about this movie is, I mean, uh, there that were it, there are a lot of red herrings. <laughs> so yeah. many red herrings. I was actually paying attention to be like, okay, who's the killer? Who's the killer? Mm-hmm. Because like, I the, the the girl has a scumbag boyfriend who's a townie, and it turns out that he's banging another girl in the sorority, and right. so you kind of think that it's going to be him. And then the killer's Billy. His catchphrase in this movie is. You're my family now. Oh yeah, right. That, or, yeah. or or we're family now. Yeah, I think I think it's you're my family. Something now. like that. Yeah. Because um, that's what he says to like his like daughter slash sister, and he says it to all the women that he killed. And then you realize the boyfriend at the beginning at the scene in the car, he says that to blonde protagonist <gasps> and you brought that up and you're like, like what you're- and i was and then he just gets killed so i was like oh and then i thought maybe andrea Those are called red hair i thought andrea yeah. martin was like the said. killer because i andrea martin because i thought maybe she, she's like she i should have the- been as big as the other yeah. sctv actors but <laughs> she, i wasn't she should have she's really funny hey, but he, she, he's prickly. Uh, come on well i was like maybe she's agnes but she doesn't have a glass eye mm-hmm. um then there was the weirdo uh the, the weirdo sorority girl with the, sister with the glasses who also says you're my family now yeah, yeah. They, they they were kind of really kinda yeah they were kind of like trying to confuse it. you and then it's you realize later that it's actually two killers that have been like that's supposed people. to be the switcheroo but it's not really much of a switcheroo and one thing that i that this movie does that a lot of horror movies do is we get to the end of the movie and, and you're you like it's, it's over, over. No! no there's a scene in the hospital and then the killer's in the hospital so get this the version that we saw is yeah. actually the European version mm. so oh. there was a ending for the US which was completely different wait what was there because I've seen the version that has the hospital ending well they yeah. both take place in the hospital okay one uh, I think the US version he falls and gets impaled on a Christmas yes. tree that's the one I've seen okay the one that we saw oh, we didn't see that. was completely different yeah so it's yeah. like Agnes comes back uh kills the nurse and then uh hides in the ceiling yeah. and then is killed by a defibrillator to the right head. defibrillator to the face defibrillator or fibrillator uh, fibrillator it's defib- oh I man it's don't di- ask i think it's defibrillator it's defibrillator it's defibrillator for good sequest sequest yeah that's a reference to uh, a conversation that was deleted from one of the early episodes no, no it's still there, there. <laughs> All right, so speaking of, oh man, I got nothing now, uh, yeah, so to what, the next movie that we watched. You guys ready to take The Rush? Oh man. The Christmas Rush? Are you ready to break away, as it's known under its alternate title? Okay, no. 
with our hero, Dean Cain. Uh, Dean Cain. You know what? I like Dean Cain based on nothing. And uh, Superman, the legend continues. Never watch that show. I don't think it was the oh, legend sorry. continues. The legend <laughs> no, you're thinking of Hercules, the, the legendary <laughs> journeys. Yeah, it's Lois and Clark. Yeah, Lois and Clark. I was a big Lois and Clark fan. <laughs> I loved it. And I mean, I was like... Mm-hmm. 10 but did you uh, love hercules legendary journeys as well i did watch that no, too. or young it was, hercules it was lewis and clark the legendary journeys <laughs> lewis and clark <laughs> yes, our Sorbo. favorite um explorers lewis and clark i was more of a xena fan yes um but and, you know lucy lawless not terrible as opposed to dean kane and uh kevin sorbo isn't that amazing they're That's both horrible horrible people, people. <laughs> I mean, you make a choice, right? You know, when they come and knock at your door and they're like, you want to be in God's Not Dead? And they're like, yeah, you know what? I do hate um, anyone who's not Christian. <laughs> I hate non-religious people. <laughs> and there was, a, there was, there was a, little, a little red flag early on in this movie where, you know, it's Erica Leniak is in it. And they have a shot of her and she's prom- wearing this cross around her neck very prominently. Oh, I thought you were going to say when someone's like, Merry Christmas, and Dean Cain's like, don't you mean happy holidays? That's what the PC police make us say. We're not allowed to, to wish people happy Thanksgiving back, anymore. All, all the way back in 2002, they yep, were saying that. Yeah, that's, that's right. so weird. And they're still saying this. Yeah, they are, because they're terrible people. So <laughs> this is a diehard ripoff. Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, I guess, without shame, it's a diehard ripoff. Oh, for sure, homage. yeah. It is not a homage. Some, some say homage. Homage. Uh, I say homage. And so I had fond memories of this movie because it's filled with things exploding, which I love in so, my action movies. So many things exploding. And um, it, it's also set during cri- lots of Christmas content. Yeah. It's not oh, yeah. like in the background. This is not Invasion USA. No. But the, I think that my favorite part in it is the fact that like the plot is Eric Roberts, everyone's favorite, <laughs> mm-hmm. is robbing a mall with a bunch of goons because he needs money for his kid's leukemia operation. Right. He's a bone marrow He needs a bone. That's the only reason he's robbing this right. place. Doesn't kill anyone. No. He's like an ex- Thief. Yeah, ex-thief. Mm-hmm. And Dean Kane is just at the mall to pick up his wife, sees this shit going down, and starts steals the money to keep it safe, I guess, and starts murdering all the goons. He kills... The goons do not murder... Not one innocent person dies in this no, movie. No, and that was no. never even the plan no. from the beginning. They only take hostages because they just come upon them like by accident and Eric Roberts when he's robbing the the bank he's like hey it's insured don't worry about it yeah (laughs) he's going out of his way it's almost like they didn't realize that when they were making this movie that like oh man our hero is actually more evil than the evil or maybe they did and that's what the whole movie's about (laughs) the corrupt system that is the Chicago police when you kill in the name of Jesus it's not murder (laughs) it's not murder (laughs) (laughs) well they were trying to kill him man so it's okay they were but he starts it because he steals yeah, the money starts, right from the get-go. But he is like protecting this money like it's like, 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 it's like it's, a child. Like it's his son in, the, in, yes. this, in this yeah. case. He is and like at one point, Eric Roberts gets away and Dean Cain's like, I need to go kill him. Like he yeah. has no hostages, he has nothing. <laughs> and he's like, I just got to go do it. And it's so weird. It's like they met up earlier in the movie at the recital and he was like, hey man, you know. Not Robin Banks anymore. It seemed like they were kind of like on friendly terms. Yeah, and, but then like Eric Roberts, like the leukemia is back, and and his kid. You kind of overhear him talking yeah. to his wife, saying the you know the leukemia is mm. back. I'm not sure and... Dean Cain heard that. No, no. But then his wife later on he tells him, yeah, because yeah. uh oh, his wife gets captured. Um, and in now the mall. It's like, well, I got to kill everyone now. Wait, first of all, this takes place in, uh, and I'm doing the air quotes, uh, Chicago, Chicago, aka Winnipeg, <laughs> it's the Winnipeg. murder capital of Canada. I don't know if that's true, but I'm just going to say it because 
there think are, I read a statistic somewhere that said yeah, that. There's actually a lot of places in Canada where the murder rate is really high. There's, yeah. There's, usually, there's, usually like this living room. <laughs> oh, no. um, usually in the living kind living. of middle part of Canada where there's nothing to do. Yeah. Except well, murder. have you? There's like a website online. I don't know what it's called, but you can like search like uh, what city in Canada is like the top for crime, the top for drug offenses, the mm-hmm. top for you know rapes you know what the <laughs> homicide capital of canada is actually thunder bay oh see really a, a small yes. somewhat country, not surprising rural countryish town in yeah. uh, uh the tip of ontario nothing to do except that's why it's called thunder drinking murder because <laughs> murder because you're bringing thunder all the time with, mm-hmm. your, with your guns so dean kane shows up old blandy kane himself he is so bland, He's so bland. <laughs> i don't know i don't know this guy from from adam like <laughs> yeah. like someone he did, I mean, he's fun in this movie. At one point, he grabs a hockey stick and he starts like they have like a hockey sword fight. He is he's doing slap cool. shots at the bad guy. There's, <laughs> yeah, like, there's like pucks on the ground and he's he's slap shotting him. And then he says, I don't even play hockey. I'm just great at everything. Like, I think his thing is supposed to be just like, oh, I'm handsome. I played Superman. But like, yeah, that's uh, what he says in the in Christmas rush. He's like, "Hey, didn't you know me? I was in Lois and Clark." That's what he he's says to everybody Dean that he Kane. meets. Yeah. I, I remember Dean. Another thing I saw Dean Kane in. Remember Rat Race? <laughs> was he in Rat Race? He was in very briefly. Oh, I so do not remember that. I, I rewatched that movie recently and I actually couldn't finish it. Like you do it every did, month. It, it didn't hold up. Can you wait, believe wait, wait. it? Rat Race wait, didn't wait, wait, hold wait. up. How could you not get to the end when Smash Mouse comes out <laughs> and they know. sing All Star? No, so that doesn't happen. Dean does it? Yeah. You don't know that's the end of Rat Race. They yeah. crash on the stage. Oh it's like a charity God. event. Yeah. And then Smash Mouse is there and then everybody sings. It's like, hey, now. It's like John Cleese and Mr. Bean and oh, John no. Lovitz, all the stars. Are you joking? Yeah, the sky was black for all the stars were in Rat Race. Oh, that my God. That movie does have a few jokes. but It has one very funny joke where John Lovitz, the like, Nazi the thing? Nazi thing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> But yeah, Dean Kane plays it. Do you remember um, Breckin Meyer meets uh, uh, that girl who was in movies a lot? The yeah. bl- blonde, blonde lady. That girl who's um, in movies <laughs> that is blonde. Brittany <laughs> she, Murphy. She was in the butterfly effect. I can't remember her name. Ashton Kutcher. She's not in movies oh. anymore. Have we ever talked about my favorite shot in cinema history from The Butterfly Effect? No. Which is at one point, you, have you ever seen The Butterfly Effect? Yeah, we you? watched it recently. recently. <laughs> that shot where like Ashton Kutcher, it's like that shot in Army of Darkness where he's like, ugh, what a horrible nightmare. It's like a close-up of his face and it zooms out and he has no arms and legs and he's like, ah! <laughs> shittiest like cg that's right it was the best they could afford at the time <laughs> we were really we were it. laughing at the cg yeah it was so funny. anyway so in rat race um he meets up with uh, this lady and uh she has a helicopter and so he's like fly me to uh, silver city so i can get the money and she's like i'm just gonna stop up on my boyfriend mm. and she's in the pool like making out with some girl and it's dean kane and so she crashes the helicopter into the pool <laughs> killing dean kane um, yeah it's a very slap sl- Slapstick scene in a very slapstick movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, remember, uh, it's, a, it's a mad, 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 mad movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. with the stars of the time, the John Lovitz. And <laughs> I, the... I've seen Mad, 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 it's Mad. It's a film, not can, funny. It's a it's film okay. they can remake over and over and over. What is this generation's Mad, Mad, Mad world? Uh, When's it going to come out? Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Game Night. I don't know. No, that's not. It's a Mad, Mad world. <laughs> you need like thirty comedians. Yeah, like the Expendables. <laughs> the Expendables. Again, not. It's a Mad, Mad, Mad world. <laughs> the Expendables of comedy. <laughs> Who are the expendables of comedy? Movie 43. Like, if they were going to make, like, so, <laughs> so it, you got, like, Carrot Top. You got... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, like, literally expendable. Like, Chris Kattan. <laughs> 
I'm Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider. I guess it's like the bench warmers, right? <laughs> the guy who played Napoleon Dynamite. Who's yeah, the guy with the John stupid Muir. puppets? Oh, he's, he's popular though. Um, what's his name? Like the racist puppets? <laughs> yeah, like uh, Jeff something, isn't Jeff it? Dunham. Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. Yeah, you got uh, yeah the whole blue collar <laughs> comedy crew. You got Larry, Larry the, the cable, cable guy. guy. Yeah. What is Tim Allen. Name? Yeah, Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> All the uh, uh, Kevin Hart. It's for called sure. woke race. <laughs> <laughs> ah, those social justice warriors are trying to get in our way. It's a white, 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 white world. White, 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 white. Yeah, because yeah, it's cocaine. And Tim <laughs> Allen just snitched on you. Don't do it in front of Tim. <laughs> do He'll rat you oh, out. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's right. I got pictures. Anyway, I have a slightly funny, very short Dean Kane story. I went to a film festival a couple years ago for short movies. I think it was Holly Shorts or uh, LA Shorts. And uh, the opening night, all the celebrities who had short movies in the festival got to show their movies. So it was like John Stamos, um, uh, Robin Wright Penn. By Ling? Um, By Ling. Uh, um, That guy who's in Stranger Things, not David Harbour. The guy from MASH. No, not MASH. uh, Full Metal Jacket. Anyway... Matthew Modine? Yeah, he had a movie in it too. Anyway, so Dean Cain had a short and uh, I kind of saw him from across the room. Cool. And it was really bad. It was like... Did he direct it? Yeah, I think he wrote... No, sorry. The director and the writer was there and he was like, when I got this movie, I was like... I need Dean Cain. Like, <laughs> no one has ever said that I know. in their life. And it's a short film. It, it's you know like, who could fill this role? No. Cain. Unless, Dean it's, Cain. unless it's Dean Cain like, that's saying that. Yeah. Think of like the most <laughs> generic like here. action movie. So it's like it's like he's like in a bar talking to like an older um, African-American gentleman and he's like talking about his life and then it cuts to like a scene of him like in a shootout and hiding behind a car and then you find out he actually died in that shootout and he's like talking to God or something. Oh my God. I, I maybe misremembering it but i was laughing at it and i was really enjoying it because i love like movies. turn around he's like could you please be quiet <laughs> no, i was like way at the back and he was like way at the front of the he was theater. holding his crucifix around his neck yeah <laughs> so that's my dean kane story wow. my, we, Still uh, making what a rush <laughs> at the yeah, christmas rush yep the vfx company that i used to work at uh worked on one of his movies called i think it was called bailey's billions <laughs> yeah. you said I'm that so- it was about a dog winning the lottery <laughs> i don't know i have so many questions <laughs> okay if that's true i have no I, I never worked There's on it. Nothing in the rules that says a dog can't win the lottery. <laughs> for this, for this, this poster would be hanging up in the office. <laughs> All right, so I have this question. You worked on a lot of like special effects stuff. <laughs> like the posters that would line oh the wall. Oh, my God. You would walk in with the people worst. and be like, Hey. Oh yeah, there was like, one time. There was one time uh, in our we had like a movie theater in the yeah. office, like a proper like kind of screening room that we could watch our shots on. Like and stuff. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, Wolverine Origins. I think it was the, the big lo- hit. It was the Love Guru. <laughs> <laughs> and some uh, some director came in. and He's like. Ugh, Jesus, do you guys work on that piece of shit? Yeah, it's like that's bad <laughs> advertising. Like, how would you put that up? And then, the owner of the company, after the director had left, told the receptionist, take that fucking poster off the wall. Yeah, of course. As if it was her fault. <laughs> Why the hell did you put that up? He was you the... embarrassed me. He embarrassed this company. He was the one who would always have any of these posters like framed. He still had to that, like, yeah. Bailey's Billions, I think, was the first thing. <laughs> The first yeah, thing that they brilliant. ever worked on, so he still had that friggin' poster on the wall, even though oh. we'd we'd worked on like better movies since then. I'm like, like just take that so down. So what were like the good ones that were on the wall? 
Santa Claus too. This gonna be a long pause here, right? Now. I'm trying to think. I mean, guys, look at Colin's uh, IMDb. Oh my god! And then you'll find out what the best Alyssa movie was Winters. he worked on. So he worked on Bailey, Bailey's Billions, and he was having a smoke with Dean Cain. So it was basically a talking dog. That He's somehow, done a lot of talking dog movies. Dean Cain. Won the he has a whole legacy of talking dog movies. <laughs> a legacy. So he does. Dean Cain has passed away. His legacy <laughs> are the talking. Um, Lottery related film. He was in some movie with Kevin Hart's brother. I'm not even joking. Wait, remember when there was like a whole like lottery wave of comedies that came out? There was like that John Travolta one. Yeah, with there was Lisa the Cujo. Nick Cage one where he won as well. Yeah, there was like Brewster's Millions with uh, oh, yeah. Richard Pryor. That has nothing to do with lottery. Okay, what about that's Mr. about a man that dies and then he has to spend a billion dollars. <gasps> Maybe the dog inherited the money. <laughs> <laughs> what about Mr. And then like everyone was trying to like murder him. Yeah, but he he talked somehow too. So they. <laughs> They CG'd the mouth. Listen, money can buy anything. And so uh, my boss was out having a smoke with Dean Kane, like between takes. And my boss said to him, like, Ugh, what a piece of shit, eh? And then Dean Kane's like, <laughs> I wrote that film. Yeah, <laughs> Dean Kane says, Ugh, At least you don't have to put it on your demo reel. My name's on this fucking thing. In the opening it was, credits. That was your boss like, you don't have to put it on your demo reel, D. <laughs> well, like, he's probably like, I have to. No, his name is like in the opening credits. Yes, uh, that's true. He's like, nobody has to know that you guys worked on this movie. Well, what's good about Dean Kane is that he turned his career around and made nothing but quality since then. Oh, my God. Well, so, this, I have to say, this is the best thing I've ever seen Dean Kane in. What was your favorite part of the movie? Other than Dean Kane, of course. Come on. Like, the, the destruction that is caused in this Insanity. mall. Well, this is a mall in Winnipeg. And mm. Justin, you were asking like, oh, my God. Like, what mall would let them do this? And I'm mm-hmm. like, come on, any Winnipeg mall is going to be <laughs> yeah. fucking on fire and like <laughs> they smashed. Didn't even clean it up before they open the next uh, day. Apologies to our fans in Winnipeg. I'm sorry, we're Winnipeg not saying people. that all your malls are decrepit. I'm sure that they're great. <laughs> Just this one that they shot in. Isn't, but, that, isn't that where the, the Canada's largest mall is? Uh, that might be Calgary. That's yeah, Cal- Calgary. Calgary. Yeah, yeah. the good place, not like Winnipeg. Oh. <laughs> I'm shaking my head right now. I've never been to Winnipeg. <laughs> never will. Why would I go to that hellhole? <laughs> We're very anti-Winnipeg. And I'm just following Collins. Um. <laughs> don't. I don't have any anti-Winnipeg thing. Anyway, the destruction, like the practical. There's mm-hmm. there's a great gunfight between uh, Dean Kane and this like Russian baddie. <laughs> yes. My God, everything is slow mo and exploding, and there's glass and like rubble and uh, and then Dean Kane. Well, I won't take it, but. There is a great stunt that happens. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, yeah. He falls on a Christmas tree. There is a yeah. very large Christmas tree. It's got to be like 50 feet tall. Police story style. Yeah, it Takes a big exactly. fall. What was uh, your favorite part, April? I mean, there's a good scene at the end that involves some like go-kart looking things. Uh, you're using the term good very generously. <laughs> we kind of already checked out. It was so out. long. It was really long. But like, they, for some reason at the end of the movie, they go under the mall. And I think that they're supposed to be like, oh, these are the vehicles that were traveling around a construction site. But they don't even have the ability to lift things. Like no. they're not like forklifts. So mm. what are they and why are they under the mall? They're kind of just like gonna golf cart go-kart yeah things. they're just like golf cart things they're but like go-karts because they have like that wireframe look to yeah them. they have like the yeah. kind of roll cage and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that but these things drive like five miles an hour like know. you know like, in, not, they don't even try to like speed them up or anything but they like just... writing the script you could see okay you know 
this can be like this sexy action <clears throat> scene where they're like racing down these tunnels. They and can't stuff even like pass that. each other because are, the, the, the road is so narrow. And they have no suspension <laughs> yeah. on them. So <laughs> yeah. they're just like, it looks like it's the like bumpiest that ride. It's like scene in Austin Powers 1 where they're on those like things in the hallway and they can't turn around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, there was a scene where he had to turn around. It's so it's like, awkward and I mean, slow. We, we, we miss some really important stuff like the guy that looks like Ike Barinholtz. Uh, Ike Barinholtz, that? that's the So that's the cop that ends up double crossing. Well, Dean yeah, he, it, it is not... It, it isn't Ike, but it looks very much like him. Well, Ike was probably a little kid. Like I said, it looks like Fred Ward and uh, David Robert, Duchovny too. Robert Forster all got in like a telepod from the fly <laughs> yeah, yeah. and were merged together. And we also love the scene where Biker Bar, uh, Biker Bar explodes. And is blown up by a three-legged cat. <laughs> Yeah, that was at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that was very confusing. Why is there a three-legged cat? It's because they blew up the biker gar. Uh, I can't say bar. Uh, biker bar. Two bees, literally. Oh. Yeah. Uh, to distract the police from when they were robbing the mall. Oh, mm-hmm. so they did kill people? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I guess maybe. Maybe that was an I mean, abandoned. It, that seems warehouse. very weird because it's just like a, a lot of big-breasted women like coming into the bar and then it yeah. explodes. It's very random. But yes. before it explodes, this three-legged white cat <laughs> yeah, is seen away. in slow motion running away and. <laughs> then the bar oh, explodes very guilty so it's just guys yeah. well you know cats they're assholes <laughs> oh a little anti-cat sentiment hey ours is in the, the bedroom right now he can't hear he's in a uh, bad uh, cat phase right very now. bitey he's in, he's <laughs> and jumping timeout. on tables but I, I, that's that's a that's a conversation for another day yeah april said he's getting better with that <laughs> guilty voice of a parent who knows that their child is just Worse than they've ever been. Yeah, it's, it's going to probably be a serial killer. Well, really hey, right. he bites me more than he bites everyone, so... Okay, that um, is... It's true. So I take not the, a plus. Oh, no, man. Br- cat social services is going to come and take your cat away. Taking the There's brunt a, of the abuse. The funny thing about this movie is, I guess it was a TV movie, so there are mm. commercial breaks. Yes, like on the DVD ads. that we have, which is not called the amazingly titled Christmas Rush. It's known as Breakaway. Breakaway. Boo, bad generic title. Yeah, it just doesn't say anything. Well, about April anything. April said just because it was all breakaway glass. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's did, a police story. <laughs> did you say what you liked, Justin? Yes, I did. I started with it. Oh, okay. My favorite part was the fact that Dean Kane is like a serial killer. Oh yeah, who's murdering? Because at the end of the movie, Eric Roberts is trying to escape, and he get, he's trying to like climb a ladder, and the cops keep shooting at him, but he keeps cutting to Dean Kane being like, "Ooh, I know, oh, Dean man, Kane, why do you keep doing this?" Dean Kane should be like, "Guys, stop! Like yeah. he's dead! Like stop shooting him!" And then and then. Eric Roberts is like, please help my son. And Dean Kane's like, okay. And guess what? The police step up. They give Dean Kane $200,000 to pay for that leukemia for, I operation. Still, I do not From understand. From the policeman's this. insurance company. Yeah, it's like the it's a uh, scam. So yeah. Eric Roberts' wife Don't is, trust talking, any cops. is talking to the doctor, and the doctor's like, sorry, we can't help your son. There's a little financial issue. Yeah. And, uh, all of a sudden, like the what was it? The mayor walks in or something. Now right, we're I taking it, care of it. I think it was the police. No, yeah, he, the, the, poli- the police commissioner. Chief, oh yeah, he okay. was like, oh, the mayor took care of it. But I think that maybe the police department did steal that money, and that was them like laundering some off. <laughs> no idea. For whatever yeah. reason, Dean Kane is handed a check for so essentially $200, Eric Roberts. Like died for nothing. Died for nothing. I mean, he died to save his son. His son would not have his been saved lived. if he had not done those actions. But in the process, many men were killed. Yeah, but shouldn't that two hundred thousand dollars go to like fixing all the fucking damage that Dean Kane did to this mall? This mall is destroyed. Yeah, and granted, it is in Winnipeg. But that's but come the on. mall insurance. What are they going to cover? He did it all. 
For what? Well, maybe that's why they were like, oh, what about that lawsuit? And they're like, the mayor took care of that. Maybe the you mall sued weird him. about the movie as well is that Dean Cain doesn't know that there's hostages until very far into the movie. Yeah, yeah. until he gets the wife back. Yeah, so essentially he's just like murdering all these people because he needs to save that money. That money. Which I like to point out, victimless cry. Yeah. <laughs> as Eric Robert points out early yeah, on in the movie. Yeah, it's insured. Don't worry about it. Oh my God. All right, so where can people see this movie, For April? Jesus. Um, well, Christmas Rush. You can't see anywhere. Do you think it's still playing on TBS? TBS does not exist any... Mm, does it in the States? It's like... It might. It's Super Peach Station, right? TV. Peach, it might be playing Peach on... Tree, uh, yeah. Would it be playing on like Spike? Yeah. Spike, Spike does well, not exist anymore. Grow, growing up, no, it doesn't. I mean, they canceled <laughs> my slam ball seasons, where it's basketball with trampolines, <laughs> which is... you never seen slam ball? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. We used to have it back in my office. There was like a slam ball poster because we eliminated the wires. And Stripperella re- reruns. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, please say it correctly. Stan Lee Stripperella, starring Pam Anderson. Hey, guys, I made a comic about a stripper. But yeah, uh, it used to be on TBS like every Christmas. So if that's still, <laughs> check your local listings if you still have cable. But uh, 24 hours of Christmas <laughs> rush. Yeah. Kind of like when they used to do a Christmas story and they play yeah. it for 24 hours. Oh, like, God. Um, but you can find it in bargain bins. Um, Justin did. He yeah, I did. Me. I found it for $2. But suppose I looked on Amazon. It goes for like $60 on DVD. Oh, God. Obviously that like inflated. That. Like, see, you look at the seller. It's Dean Kane. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have so many bills to pay. But they're just like, it's just a VHS copy that he's recorded off of TV. (laughs) TVS? It's got commercial breaks and everything. But it's like weird porno at the end. They're like taped over it. (laughs) (laughs) Same with Black Christmas. There's DVD copies. Oh, yeah. I mean, walk into any used place, you'll find a DVD copy. It's on IMDb for 99 cents. Uh, iTunes. iTunes. Oh, shit. Oh man, Colin's Colin's very out of touch. He's like, how much does a banana cost? Ten (laughs) dollars? Right now in uh (laughs) No, it costs five hundred a hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Guarantee you. Oh, oh, very current. (laughs) Guarantee. Yeah, so it'll probably still be on uh, Uh, iTunes. iTunes iTunes in Canada, 99 cents. So um and like I say, I'd actually recommend both these movies. I mean, one for like uh, you know, Christmas themed but generic but still fun slasher and a Christmas themed very generic but still fun action well, movie. I mean, you get that yeah. Kane flavor, like we said. Yeah. Get the DVD of Black Christmas because you can see the director be like, "I don't want to make this movie." <laughs> oh, that's see terrible. the real behind the scenes. And uh, real. Don't worry, anguish. he'll never direct again. <laughs> oh, I think he directed an episode of the X Files reboot. I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 So mainly you know, TV stuff. I'm sure he's doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to email us, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at no such thing pod and uh, if you feel like uh, donating to the Patreon we're at patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie and we have a little mini episode coming out every two weeks and the one that we just released was was Terminator Genesis oh, Terminator right. Genesis we talked about Terminator Ugh. Genesis last week a really bad movie <laughs> I think that my last two Patreon reviews on Letterboxd have been the same which is like please don't make me watch this movie anymore because <laughs> next week what are we doing because people are excited next week on the Patreon we're going to talk about the Santa Claus 2 and this is important because someone on this show worked on the movie I won't mention who April you never told me you worked on this movie yeah. Yeah. it has the uh, color correction that April loves yeah, I think I've, I've mentioned this before that I worked and on this movie yeah, it's so so ugly. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> no, no, Self-deprecating. Because, because I colored it, right? No. Um, anyway, but tune in to hear our thoughts on the Santa Claus, Claus 2. Featuring, the inside dirt. Featuring Tim Allen. <laughs> Wait, he's on the podcast? Oh, my Holy God. shit. Or, or, or. I, I love tools. 
Uh, what is, is that how wanted, his comedy went? Yeah. No, his comedy is like the white man, last man standing. If you want to tweet at me, I'm at April at Mansky. And if you want to tweet at me or follow me, it's uh, Decluj, D-E-C-L-O-U-X and the letter J. If you want to follow Justin, I will give you his home address. No! <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter. It's Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. I also got a letterbox recently. I haven't been using it much, but hey, if you want to follow me on letterbox, um, I'm not writing reviews or anything. I just... I I only, I only give things a like or not a like. That's wow. it. I'm not even doing ratings. So if you want that, like, inside <laughs> yeah. information. Information. But April is watching movies we've never heard about, and she will introduce to us, right, April? Ugh, no. Um, I'm just, <laughs> just watching. It's like the Santa Claus five times like in a row. just like whenever it's on Netflix. But if you want that, then follow, like, <laughs> Justin's letterbox. Um, yeah, decl- uh, just Justin DeClue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so tune in next week for more Christmas content. Uh, happy holidays. I'm April Mansky. Happy holidays. Oh. My name is Justin the <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy it doesn't really work. Holidays. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm Colin Cunningham, the ghost uh, of Christmas past. Uh, and, he's old. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie.